0: It's the haunt of light Go and turn it up, please The haunt of lights Go and turn it up, please I don't feel no turn it up, please The yeah. Party at the bodega What up, everybody? This is your man, Ben's Pharrell with Thinking Out Loud How's everybody doing tonight? I hope everybody's doing awesome Now Campaign fundraisers, political, strat strategists, all of that stuff. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it sounds good in a nutshell, but behind closed doors, sometimes, you know, criminal activities be happening. Most of the times, you know, that was an understatement because most of these politicians, you know, they gotta do certain. They gotta, you know. Uh, beat around the bush or take shortcuts just to come up with the money so they could, you know, get elected so they could be an elected official. That's what happens all of the time. It's been happening since the beginning of time. All right? So, the FBI searches the home of Mayor Adams' top fundraising chief. Her name is Brianna Suggs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In Brooklyn, the FBI raided the Brooklyn home of a New York City Mayor Eric Adams campaign. Fundraising Chief Brianna Suggs, a law enforcement source, told news sources and multiple other news sources, Mayor Adams has not been contacted as part of this inquiry. He has always held a campaign to the highest standards. Uh, Mr. Vito Peter Adams, 2021 Campaign Council, Vito Peter, that's Mayor Adams 2021 campaign cancel uh council. I know this peop some most people don't want to listen to none of this political stuff. But this is more like a breakdown so people could understand what these politics what politics really consist of. The campaign has always held itself today Highest standards. The campaign will, of course, comply with any inquiries as appropriate, Mr. Peter said in a separate statement. The remarks came after federal agents raided the Crown Heights, Brooklyn home of his top fundraiser, 25 year old Brianna Suggs. Suggs has worked for Adams since 2017, starting as a teenager when he was the Brooklyn Barrow president, all right? When Mayor Adams was the Brooklyn Bureau president, all right? Uh, She was just a teenager when she first started. When Adams ran for mayor, she served as a chief fundraiser and director of logistics, helping to organize events and soliciting money from donors. Donors, As a result of the raid, Adams abruptly canceled a Washington, D.C. meeting with the U.S. mayors on the migrant crisis. Shortly after landing in D.C. Thursday morning, Adams boarded another plane and headed back to New York City. Adams' press team announced that he was returning to New York City to deal with a matter, although they didn't provide any further details. They assured reporters that there was no threat to the public safety. The New York Times says it obtained a copy of a search warrant. The paper said it shows that the FBI appears to be looking into whether Adams' campaign conspired with the Turkish government and a Brooklyn construction company to funnel money into the mayor's campaign coffers. Mm-hmm. In July 6, people were charged in an alleged scheme to divert tens of thousands of dollars in public funds to Adams' campaign months before his election. The indictment announced by Manhattan District, district Attorney Alvin Bragg did not implicate Adams or any other city employees. Rather, it describes a straw donor scheme orchestrated by individuals with business before the city who hope to maximize their donations to the future mayor in exchange for political favors? The New York City Campaign Finance Board program is meant to support our democracy and amplify the voices of the New York City voters. When the integrity of that program is corrupted, all New Yorkers suffer, uh, District Attorney Bragg said in a statement. Prosecutors said that the scheme was led by Dwayne Montgomery, a former New York Police Department inspector currently listed as the director of integrity for the Teamsters Local 237, which represents municipal workers. According to the indictment, Mr. Montgomery Mr. Montgomery, recruited friends and relatives to take advantage of the city's generous matching funds system, which provides an 8-to-1 match for the first $250 donated by a city resident. Right? So, this happens all the time. Uh, this happens all the time. This is like a regular thing. Not just for Mayor Uh, Eric Adams, for all elected officials. happens all of the time. It could happen in uh, New York City. It can happen in Detroit. It can happen in Miami. Excuse me. I don't know. I never freaking burp when I'm not recording. But every time I hit the record button, now I want to burp. It's weird. Uh, Happens everywhere. California, doesn't matter. Happens uh, on the other side of the planet. Old. This is like a regular thing, all right? But they're maximizing this on the news headlines. But anyway, we're going to keep it moving on some more debauchery news. This is thinking out loud. You already know what time it is. It's a man, Benz Pharrell. Yes, sir. All right. All right. Washington teen allegedly murders a stranger on a bus without any provocation. Miguel Robert Rivera Dominguez, he's only 17 years old, and he is accused for a premeditated murder. He's accused of premeditated murder. Washington State Police are searching for a teen who has been charged in the premeditated murder of a stranger while they were apparently asleep on a bus. Miguel Robert Rivera Dominguez, 17 years old, has been charged with murder in the first degree and unlawful possession of a firearm in the second degree in the death of Marcel Wagner on October 3rd. While still at large, Dominguez' bail has been set at $3 million. He has been charged as an adult. Wagner was shot on the King County Metro Transit bus with about... 15 passengers on board at the time according to the court documents the bus had video and audio recordings and captured the incident according to the court records without any provocation you know and in fact without having ever interacted with the victim at all the defendant fired 5 rounds 5 rounds into the victim's head and neck at point blank range The defendant then fired two more shots through the door of the bus and fled the scene. And then he went to another location where he could change his clothes before returning home again, prosecutors alleged in a charging document. Court documents and then in court documents, the prosecution requested that the bail be set at $3 million based on the likelihood that the defendant will fail to appear in response to a summons and he may commit a violent offense. Dominguez does not have a criminal history, according to prosecutors, but Dominguez allegedly took steps to conceal his identity and his calculated actions on the bus suggest that the murder was planned and deliberate. The defendant is senseless. Execution of a total stranger strongly suggests that if released on his own reconnaissance or on a low bail, he will commit future violent offenses. Prosecutors wrote in the court document, all right? You know, which leads to the subsequent, he's still at large, right? The defendant's senseless execution of a total stranger strongly suggests if he's released on his own reconnaissance or on a low bell, he will commit future violent offenses. I can understand what the prosecutor is saying. Surveillance footage from the bus shows that Dominguez was allegedly dressed in a dark jacket, full face ski mask, jeans and, a black sh- and black shoes and was carrying a backpack and was accompanied by another unidentified 17-year-old teenager according to records for the approximately 12-minute ride after Wagner and Dominguez boarded the bus there appeared to be no interaction between the two whatsoever according to the records in fact it appears that Wagner might have been asleep Dominguez appears to be texting or otherwise viewing his phone throughout the whole entire duration of the ride, pausing only occasionally to look outside, according to the records. Mr. Dominguez then allegedly pulls the stop line, indicating that he wants to get off the bus and pulls out a handgun and suddenly begins shooting Wagner, without uttering a single word, according to records. Horrifying, right, ladies and gentlemen, the accompanying, the accompanying minor, Whose identity is not revealed reacted with shock and covered his head, according to records. The other 17-year-old that was accompanying him, that he was chilling with, you know, he was he, he reacted. He was like shocked. He didn't know what the hell was going. on. He was like, "What the fuck?" Then he covered his head. He then shouts repeatedly at the bus driver to open the doors and let him off. Even firing two more rounds from his gun into the still closed doors. The bullets hit the Seymour White Center Medical Building. All right? The bullets, it probably ricocheted and hit the Seymour White Center Medical Building, according to records. The driver, excuse me, the driver then brings the bus to a halt and opens the rear door, allowing Dominguez and the other 17-year-old to flee. Minutes later... Mr. Dominguez was captured on surveillance footage entering a nearby Boys and Girls Club and changing his clothes inside. Court records show footage from his residence showed him later returning home in that same, in that same attire. According to court records, Dominguez was allegedly suspended from Highline High School during the 2022-2023 academic year after he was involved in a fight, among other issues police were able to identify the minor accompanying accompanying Mr. Dominguez and he confirmed that Dominguez had shot Wagner and that the two did not know the victim. Court records show the minor also said he did not know Dominguez attended to kill anyone. Dominguez arraignment is scheduled for November 6th although he is not yet in custody. It's likely he will be wearing a mask to conceal his face while in public rivera dominguez is believed to be armed and extremely dangerous the king county sheriff's office said in a release uh last month yeah that's what type of time mr dominguez is on just randomly shooting people i don't know where he get the weapon from he's only 17 years old i don't know what's going on in today's society i don't even know i'm looking at dominguez picture you know what I'm saying? Uh, okay, yeah, he he probably was born here in America, cause I wasn't too sure if he was born in another country. But I'm probably wrong. I might be wrong. I really can't tell. He's 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 young. I'm looking at the photos. I can't really tell if he's from another country or if he was born in America in Washington State. You know what I'm saying? It's crazy don't understand what got over him. I don't know if he was on drugs. I don't know if the 17-year-old was snorting something, or if he was popping some pills, or he was smoking something, something that got him like, man, I'm finna shoot this motherfucker that's sleeping right now and got some kicks out of it. I don't know. I have no clue. I don't have those details right now. But he's not even in custody. Don't know why. I don't know why. You know what I'm saying? But these are the shits that's going on in our world, ladies and gentlemen. You know what I'm saying? I'm just trying to tell you to be aware of your surroundings. I don't even go to sleep on a public transportation bus. I don't even do that. I am very alert, you see what I'm saying? Because there's all types of people jumping on public transportations, and you don't know what they're going to do. I done seen plenty of stuff on my day, because I do jump in public transportations. I do do that, you know what I'm saying? I do drive. I use both of it, you know what I'm saying? I'm a very calculated, orchestrated type of guy. See what I'm saying? I got to do it just like that, just to throw off people, you know? I'm a hard worker, and I like to show off sometimes. I like to, you know what I'm saying, count money in front of people that don't like me. I like to show off toys and stuff. And I ain't talking about toys. I'm talking about new cars and new motorcycles and shit. People get mad. New chains and stuff like that. People get real pissed off because I like to show off and stunt and style on people and stuff. That's just the type of nigga I am. And I make people mad. And I'm about to stunt on another person I know that secretly hates me and shit. But likes to smile in my face. I like to disturb the peace. That's the type of nigga that I am. Yes, sir. But we're gonna keep it moving on some more debauchery news. You already know what time it is. And I know, no, 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 I am not on drugs. I am perfectly sober, ladies and gentlemen. I'm gonna stay sober for the rest of my days on this planet. Because it's better that way. The money's coming in smooth. smooth in a motherfucker. You should see it. Anyway, moving along. Tupac Shakur, murder suspect. Dwayne Keefe D. Davis pleads not guilty during a delayed arraignment that was delayed twice. All right, Davis was indicted on one count of open murder with a use of a deadly weapon. Dwayne Keefe D. Davis, the suspect accused of orchestrating the 1996 drive-by killing of rapper Tupac Shakur, pleaded not guilty to murder during his arraignment on Thursday. Davis' arraignment had been delayed twice as he sorted out his representation. Mr. Davis, who was handcuffed and dressed in a blue jumpsuit, said in Las Vegas court on Thursday that he had not retain his own counsel. As of yet, he was appointed a public defender and waived his right to a speedy trial. He is next scheduled to appear in court in November 7th. The state said it does not plan to pursue the death penalty in the murder case. Mr. Davis asked the judge, Tiara Jones, for clarification after she inquired if prosecutors were taking this to death review. As the hearing adjourned, Mr. Davis mentioned to the judge about wanting to appoint his own counsel. Judge Jones responded that for today's purposes to get this case moving, the special public defender will be appointed to represent you. Mr. Davis is 60 years old. And he was indicted by a Clark County grand jury on one count of open murder with the use of a deadly weapon with a gang enhancement in September, nearly 30 years after Tupac's death. He has been detained since being arrested near his Las Vegas area home on September 29th. Shakur died on September 7th, 1996 at the age of 25, six days after being shot while in a car near the Las Vegas Strip. A white Cadillac pulled up alongside the vehicle that Beamer, that um, Tupac, and Suge Knight was in and immediately be- began shooting. The shooting occurred hours after a brawl at the MGM Grand between members of affiliates of two rival Compton gangs, California gangs. All right. The Maupai Root Bludge and the Southside Compton Crips. Police said Keefe D. Davis, who has admitted publicly to being in the Cadillac at the time of the shooter, was the Crips' shot caller. He is accused of orchestrating retaliatory shooting that killed Mr. Tupac Shakura. Though Davis may not have fired the gun on Shakura himself, he's say-so would have authorized the trigger pull, authorities have said. They also accused Mr. Davis of providing the gun used in the shooting. Keefe D. Davis is the only living suspect in the homicide, according to police. The case remained cold for decades until it got reinvigorated in 2018 when new information came to light, specifically Dwayne Davis owned admissions to his involvement in the homicide investigation that he provided to numerous different media outlets. Las Vegas Metropolitan Police Lieutenant Jason Johansson told reporters following Davis' arrest. Right. Keefe D. Davis was agitating the goddamn Las Vegas police for years because he just kept running his mouth. And the goddamn police was like, what the fuck? And then the public was like, man, what type of goddamn detectives we have in goddamn Las Vegas, Nevada? We got a new goddamn team called the goddamn Raiders. And now we got some asshole (laughs) detectives police that don't know how to do their goddamn job. So, they agitated the law enforcement to say, man, fuck this shit. We gotta arrest this old bitch right here. This nigga is playing games with us, making us look like fucking idiots right now. You know what I'm saying? Everybody's talking about this shit. We finna lose our jobs. Nigga, I gotta feed my family. This nigga running in his mouth, making me look real stupid. You know what I'm saying? A whole Las Vegas police department filled with Otis's. Remember Otis from Martin and shit? You know what I'm saying? What you gonna do right there, boy, oh boy, oh boy? Police was looking real stupid. There wasn't even getting no pussy for like a month. This nigga was talking shit. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I shot that son of a bitch dead. He was feeling himself. Because, you know, it became cool to kill a rapper. Remember that? You know, rappers was getting shot at since 2020. Probably earlier past that. But 2020 became hot. It was cool to kill a rapper. Rappers was dropping like flies, nigga, since 2020 pandemic year, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Nobody ain't give a fuck about a rapper no more. We come to the concert, we start busting guns, nigga. No I ain't give a fuck no more. We ain't give a shit. So Keefe D done came out talking shit like, bitch, I started this goddamn trend. I been shot. I done shot the best rapper on the planet. Me, Keefe D. Davis shot the goddamn Tupac Shakur. Cause it kept running in his mouth. He ain't give a fuck. He ain't give a fuck. Now he pleaded not guilty. Well, hey. That shit is old news to me, but hey. Justice for the Shakur family, justice for Tupac Shakur. He was a phenomenal person. Uh, if he was alive, I'm pretty sure he would have been doing like the most magnificent, astronomical type of stuff. You see what I'm saying? Matter of fact, Biggie Smalls, too. And Biggie Smalls' case is cold in the motherfucker. Nobody don't know what happened to Biggie Smalls. Nobody don't know who shot Biggie Smalls. You know what I'm saying? And I would like somebody, I would like a new detective from the new generation to figure that shit out. All right? All right? Because I am here to help. I will fucking read all the details that I can. I hope a new detective come amongst this motherfucking dirty foot police officers last generation and come up with some goddamn conclusions so we can figure this shit out and rank justice for the goddamn Christopher Wallace and his family. Yes, sir. We're gonna keep it moving with some more debauchery news. You already know what time it is. This is your man, Ben Sparrell. I don't play around. I don't play around, goddamn it. All right? I was watching uh, Thursday Night Football, Pittsburgh, when I assumed that I was talking shit earlier when I was at work. I was like, nigga, the Steelers going to win. You know what I'm saying? Goddamn Pick, Pickett, Pick, Pick, Kenny Pickett, whatever his name is, he finna hold it down, man. Fuck all that Tennessee Titan shit, nigga. That shit ain't working right now. Y'all need to reiterate, rejuvenate, and rethink, and reevaluate, motherfucker. Please stop playing games with me. You know I'm on it. Yes, sir. Let me stop talking about murder for once and guns and politics. Let me talk about food. I'm a food critic myself. I love to go out and eat. Plus, I like to take women out. That's my motto. Take a lady out, fill up a belly, make her happy. Tell her a joke or two. That's what I like to do, all right? TikTok food critic Keith Lee's Atlanta Reviews stir up some controversy. All right, everybody know about Keith Lee. I'm a TikTok person myself. I'm a TikTok personnel myself, and I keep up with the Joneses. Yes, sir. All right, TikTok sensation and food critic Keith Lee, renowned for his viral restaurant reviews, recently made a stop in Atlanta, sparking up conversations about the local dining scene. While many locally owned eateries received praise for their delectable dishes and excellent customer services. A few faced criticism and backlash from both Lee and his devoted followers. Lee's unique approach to the restaurant reviewing revolves around the concept of impartiality. He strives to experience dining as an everyday customer rather than receiving special treatment due to his potential to boost a restaurant's success through favorable reviews. In his own words, I'm a normal person. I pay for my food just like everybody else. This mantra guides his, eleva- uh, his evaluations. I'm sorry, excuse me, as he aims to provide honest feedback without bias. In a recent post during his visit to Atlanta, Keith Lee highlighted his experience at the real milk and honey. I want to go over there myself. I want to try it out because I've been hearing that. Man, that shit banging. I want to see this. A restaurant located in the College Park area up in there, over there in Atlanta. Lee's review exposed questionable, questionable practices at the establishment, including inaccurate information regarding call-in orders and business hours. The TikTok influencer expressed his disappointment in his reviews, cautioning his followers. Don't call this restaurant trying to get people fired. Ain't nobody did nothing. This is just this is just the rules. It's not for you. Ultimately, Lee and his family left the restaurant without sampling nothing. No dishes. Lee's review holds significant influence. Resonating with his dedicated fan base, the Real Milk and Honey found itself at the center of a social media storm, with local patrons and fans sharing their discontent content online. The restaurant's initial response, which included mocking the influencer's appearance, was quickly taken down and replaced with a formal apology. Another restaurant in Atlanta. Yeah, that part, i seen it uh, earlier. Where um when he did his reviews, one of the ladies from the Real Milk and Honey, they jumped back on TikTok, and they were trying to act like they don't even know who goddamn Keith Lee is and stuff like that, and they called them a um They said the, What the girl said, I think the girl said uh, he's a, uh, a a guy with autism and stuff like that, and then she received back They dragged her ass, and then she took down and then apologized for putting that post up on TikTok and right. You know what I'm saying? You can see if you want more details about this girl that jumped on TikTok and started talking about Keith Lee, talking about he's autistic and shit like that. You could doggone check out the Lovely T channel, which I'm a tea sipper myself and stuff like that. But I don't want to talk about no goddamn lovely tea right now. We talking about my shit right now. That's how I get down, nigga. Another restaurant in Atlanta with a name similar to the real milk and honey also suffered the consequences of Lee's Review. A barrage of one-star reviews on Yelp and Google left diners confused and outraged. Mm Mm-hmm. At the Atlanta Breakfast Club, Lee encountered unique dining rules that sparked controversy. The staff refused to serve a table until all party members who reserved spots were seated, restricted the table to a single order, and charged an additional fee for butter. These rules left Lee and his followers questioning the restaurant's practices in recent years the world of food blogging on social media has seen exceptional growth providing platforms for individuals like Mr. Eric Davis known as Eric Eats Houston Texas all right that's a blogger over here in Houston Texas to share their culinary experiences Mr. Eric and a trusted Houston food a trusted food blogger since 2018 all right Eric Davis has enjoyed engaging with restaurants and followers he notes that the challenges faces by eateries in the vast Houston market and understands why establishments reach out to bloggers for, explode, uh, for exposure. Um, over here in Houston, there's a super huge restaurant thing. It's a, this is like a big restaurant city. Like there's like virtually millions of restaurants here in, in Houston, all right? If you can't get a woman in Houston, something is fucking wrong with you, player. All right, moving along. Davis shared his perspective on Keith Lee's recent reviews, acknowledging some unusual restaurant rules. However, he encourages individuals to explore their preferred dining spots, even in the face of unconventional policies. In his own words, some of these rules are pretty crazy, but sometimes you just have to deal with it if you really want to try it out you can listen to my opinion but also take it with a grain of salt if you don't like it i understand if you see something you like go ahead and try it player and that's what i'm gonna say about that right there player. you know what i'm saying like i said houston is a big town i mean a big super big city it's really a huge humongous city all right uh there's so many places to go so many places you can have fun and, you know, I love Houston. This is my home, all right? And I, you know what I'm saying? I'm from goddamn Brooklyn, New York. I was born and raised in Brooklyn, New York. You know what I'm saying? Lived my life in Jersey City. That's in lower Manhattan. You know what I'm saying? I had my life up there. You know what I'm saying? But when I went to Texas and experienced Houston, I said, Ooh, I love this shit right here. Goddamn, this is home right here. I ain't never leaving this motherfucker here. My mother, my mom's came down to visit Houston. She loved it. She was like, "Ooh, this is nice. This is nice." Oh, she wanted to try out every restaurant that she seen. She couldn't believe it. You know, everything tastes good. You see what I'm saying? I'm trying to tell you, player. If you can't get a woman down here, something ain't right with you. You All right? Uh, you might need to go holler at um, who's the head of the um people over there the alphabet people what's his name again i don't even want to say the son of a bitch naked i don't want him coming after me i ain't even gonna say his name because if he speak of the devil he will appear all right all right we're gonna cut this apple pie short and sweet you already know mm. this is your man Ben's for with thinking out loud just follow me on instagram and you can follow me on TikTok, where i like to be on all the time and start a whole bunch of goddamn hoopla i like to start arguments i like to make people argue and be like man for that shit for that shit sometimes they comment on the funny shit sometimes but people get to talking in the comments you can leave a comment you can say something good you can say something bad i'm not gonna get offended i'm gonna get down right with you all right this is Bens farrell with thinking out loud all you gotta do is type box benji in the search engine for Instagram and TikTok. I, I was on YouTube at a point in time, but I'm going to save that till I get a whole bunch of equipment and then I'm going to be right in your face talking shit. That's what I do. All right. Just type in Box Benji, B-O-X, B-E-N-J-I in the search engine and you will find your man, me. Yes, sir. Ben's Pharrell. we thinking out loud. I'm going to holler at you later with another segment. It's time for me to go and time for me to handle business. Yes, sir. I'll holler at you later. Peace. It is that Harlem night, ayah Gonna turn it up, please Them Harlem nights Gonna turn it up, please I done fell in love with you going turn it up, please Them Harlem nights at the actor both day.